0: And this is my
1: town. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to the 425 Show, your place to be for all things real estate and lifestyle related here on the East Side. I'm your host, Nicole Mangina with Windermere Real Estate. Thank you for joining us this week. Each week, we highlight a business a person or an event that makes this such a great place to live because we all know that when you're buying and selling houses, it's not about the bedrooms and baths. Kind of is, but really it's not. It's about all of these other things that makes this such an amazing place. We always start the show with a real estate tip. Today's tip is get an agent. Um, And by that, I mean, I was chatting with somebody this week sorry, there's some feedback here and I'm just trying to make sure I got it covered. Um, But I was chatting with somebody this week and they were talking about how they're trying to find a place and they're calling everybody, meaning all these agents on different properties, and they're not getting calls back. They're not getting um, responses from these agents and they're really struggling. And part of the conversation this week was, gosh, everything's moving so fast. The reason you're not having success is likely that These agents, like these properties come on the market and then they go off. They actually kind of don't have time to call you back. You really need an agent to get in there and kind of go to bat for you and help make sure that you've got your foot in the door because things are going so quickly. So if you've got real estate on the brain or you're struggling, not getting the results you want, I invite you to reach out. You can always find me via email, Nicole at NicoleMangina.com. There you go. And without further ado, I'm excited to introduce our guest today, Jen Chambers of Jen Chambers Art. How are you this morning?
0: I am wonderful, thank you. How are you?
1: I'm great. Thanks for joining us. I'm uh, I'm excited to have you on the show today for so many reasons. I I love art. Um and I love locally done art, you know, original art I think is such a gift that we give to ourselves um, to have in our home or wherever it is, we want to do it. And, you know, that's the other thing that's come up a lot lately, uh, you know, as I work with clients to get their houses ready to go on the market, they look around and think, wow, this place is really nice. i kind of like to live here. You know, all of those projects and all of those final decorating tips that they never got to when they lived somewhere. And now we're coming in and doing all of it so that it looks really spectacular to sell. So I think it's great that you're joining us on the show today because hopefully this will inspire some people to love their homes just a little bit more while they're in them. And part of that is having really beautiful art there.
0: Well, thank you for having me.
1: Absolutely. So you are a local artist um, and you specialize in, you do kind of um, modern and mixed media art, correct? Or what yes, I suppose I should I let you either. describe it because you're going to do better at it than I do. Oh, I don't know.
0: I am an abstract artist. I do mixed media as well as encaustic. So there are two different mediums. Um, encaustic is beeswax. And then mixed media is that I do is acrylic um, with various different textures that can be involved with it. So those are the two mediums that I love to work with. Yeah. Uh, My style is very inspired by the Northwest. I'm really inspired by nature, um, by textures found around here, um, by the water. Um, So my pieces are typically really peaceful and serene. My goal is to bring serenity and joy to my clients' homes. um, And I hope that that's what my paintings evoke for them.
1: I love that. I think that's perfect. Um, we all can use a little calm
0: <laughs> isn't that true? I think always Especially this last year
1: yeah and it's interesting Uh, we were talking before the show you have kids as well so I don't know if you're experiencing this too but there was kind of the chaos that went with COVID with all of us being at home but I feel like now there's a the new chaos that's coming back as you know things are opening up and you know one of the nice things about covid was there was really no scheduling conflicts right you know right our friends would call up and they're like hey do you want to have some wine around the fire pit tonight sure cuz you have nothing else going on now yeah. it's you know hey do you want to do something sure 3 weeks from now on a tuesday i think we're all going to be in the same spot that we can actually all get all right. together right the chaos yes. is back when it, it is comes back to in a major
0: way major yeah, yeah.
1: you know actually, divide have- and conquer
0: Last year, I um, going into COVID, I was worried about my business and it ended up being the most successful year that I've had as an artist because I think so many people spent so much time in their homes and they're looking right. around going, I have been ignoring this wall and I, or I need more calm or whatever they were desiring, more beauty in my home. So it was such an honor to be busy last year and um, produce so much art especially commissions for people. It was, it was really surprising and awesome.
1: Yeah, I bet. Um, And I think that's so great that you do commission pieces as well. You have pieces that are ready done and people can purchase, but what does that look like? What's your process when you work with someone on a commissioned piece?
0: So yeah, typically um, I'd say the majority of my pieces are commissions. I try and obviously keep a fair amount in stock for designers or clients to select from. Um, If it Mm -hmm. speaks to them, then that's an easy deal and they can get it immediately. But I do love doing commissions because I get to work personally with the client or the designer and it um, becomes a little more meaningful. Typically the piece does since it's personalized to their space. So that process typically looks like, um, well, during COVID sometimes we did Zoom, but under normal circumstances, if it's a local client, I can meet them at their home with a designer or just with a client. Um, look at the space, kind of feel the vibe, speak with a client about, you know, what style they're attracted to. We can look at colors, dimensions, um, and just get to know them a bit because that's just so helpful because I put so much into the painting. I'm, I'm not a person that just kind of slaps it on and sends it out. I put so much of my heart and my soul into it. and if i can vibe with a client and understand their feelings that can i can put that into the painting um so anyways we chat for a while figure out all the details and then i just go from there and create a piece for them and bring it and it is nerve-wracking to bring a new piece to a client but it is so rewarding and wonderful and their reactions are priceless i actually get so much inspiration from my clients reactions it is mm-hmm. it is inspiring and beautiful um i've had tears of joy i mean it is it is really cool really cool to that's see but awesome. very nerve-wracking at the same time
1: oh i can only imagine <laughs>
0: yeah because <laughs> art is so subjective you know you and that as an artist you can't take it personal you know people can hate my stuff love my stuff and that's their opinion and that's fine obviously if you're hiring me for commission, you. Most likely love my work, but um, it's still so subjective. You just got to roll with it. Yeah, I,
1: yeah, I can imagine. I well, and it's got to be so fascinating. I mean, real estate on one in one aspect is that's one of the things I really enjoy about it. With my clients, is I mean, you're in there, you're in their lives right. when you're helping them buy and sell a house. And again, it's usually not about the bedrooms and baths. There's always all this other stuff that's going on relative yeah. to a real estate transaction. And I think it's always interesting and fascinating and a huge honor that somebody is willing to let me, th- you know, that deeply into their life to be a part of that. So exactly. I can only imagine from an art standpoint of, yeah, you're really in there and yes. you know, you're helping them form kind of that, you know, that home that they're gonna live in and have all these memories in.
0: Exactly, it is an absolute honor. I got my degree in interior design, actually, and was an interior designer for, um, gosh, I don't know, eight, eight, ten years or something like that. And I love interior design. I have a huge passion for that and architecture. But um, I love that my art, I can still be involved with the home and can still influence the home, but can do it more, you know, on my own. At my own home right. and then present it to them as opposed to um, interior design was just. For me, having three kids, it was taking over too much. I needed a little more control over my time and when I could paint and stuff like that. So it's been perfect for me to move on into the art.
1: That makes sense, for sure. Is that kind of, do you think your interior design helped influence just the different textures and different mediums and things that you use in your art?
0: Absolutely. I am completely inspired by other artists, by interior design, architecture, I constantly am looking through like architectural digest and um, different magazines. I, I just love it. I cannot get enough of it. Um, So yeah, absolutely get a lot of inspiration from that as well. And I kind of started when I started painting, I was just painting for, I actually, I had just met my husband and um, we had a little condo and I was, I felt like either the art that I was, it was either extremely high end which we could not afford or it was like terrible terrible inexpensive no thank you like posters essentially so i was like i maybe i'll try and paint something there's got to be a happy medium so i painted a bunch of pieces for our house i had taken um, lessons as a kid but other than that i have no training or um, formal education in it um and then i had was hosting a baby shower for my girlfriend And some of her guests were like, oh, I love your art. And I said, I painted it. And they're like, is it for sale? And I'm like, what? For sale? (laughs) Sure. (laughs) Absolutely. Um, So I sold my first painting right there off the wall. I'm like, okay. Yeah, I was was so excited because it came from nowhere. Um, And then that's how it all started. I'm just like, okay. And then word of mouth, you know through my girlfriends and my group of friends. And I just started painting that way and it all happened super organically. Um, So, I mean, it was a surprise to me, but such a blessing. It's so awesome. That's great. I love that
1: story. I think those are the best things, right? When one thing just leads to another and you're like, I don't know, I'm just doing this thing. And all of a sudden, look, here you are. Exactly. (laughs) Now you're this amazing
0: artist. Oh, thank you. I do think having a background in interior design also really helps when I go into a space and meet with a client for a commission, because I'm able to view the space and say what could really help enhance the space as opposed Mm -hmm. to, um, you know, not having a good eye for design whatsoever. You know what I mean? So it's kind of a good balance that I can be helpful in both areas if needed.
1: Well, I think that's huge because that is usually art is usually the last thing somebody purchases. And that's what they're usually looking for is that, Something not just to fill the wall, but to kind of take everything else and make it something yes. cohesive. So exactly, I think that's huge. Yes, exactly. most definitely. Yeah. I love it. Um, if you are just joining the show, we have Jen Chambers with Jen Chambers Art joining us. Local artist. You do the most amazing work. You have pe- pieces that people can just purchase, but you also do um, commissioned art for people, which is right. amazing. Go check out her Instagram. At, it's at Jen Chambers Art doc, or at Jen Chambers Art on Instagram. Yep. right. Yep, Cause, correct. Cause you'll see. You'll see a lot of her amazing pieces. I love it too because you show them a lot of times as they're installed. Like I was looking on there this morning. You have one in an entryway, and just you know, I for me, I like that inspiration too because I'm like, oh, what, what about my entryway? What does my entryway need? Right? And yeah, it's a great inspiration.
0: Yeah, it's a great tool. Um, a lot of people I've found have trouble visualizing what a singular piece would look like in a space. So I try and put mm-hmm. it into a virtual room just right. for for that reason, or a lot of times for, um, if I'm doing commissions or for a client, um, if they send me a picture of their actual space, then I can insert a few different options of pieces that I have just so they can see that's really helpful. It, it's, it's hard sometimes for people just to see a painting and see how it would feel in their space.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I can imagine. Um, and that being I- my
0: paintings are so textured and there's so many layers and um, depth involved. My pictures really don't do them justice. Um, right. Definitely not a professional photographer. Just do it with my iPhone, but I try and get as best I can a feel for, you can get the vibe, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then if they're interested no, in the no. piece, then they can go see it in person or I can bring it by and whatever.
1: Yeah, that makes sense. And it's and I that is one of my favorite types of art. I love um, things that have some texture and three dimension to them. To me that yes. makes it it's it's just I don't know. I love it. That's my favorite kind of art for sure. Thank you.
0: You would like yeah. my circle my have you the circle pieces are extremely textural. They're almost um sculptural actually um oh, the most super recent cool. one I did it was I'd say it was probably like an inch and a half thick of ridges of a circle it was really oh cool really, yeah yeah and then I like I painted it that particular one all white because then you're just focusing on the depth of the piece and the texture as opposed to yeah. too much else going on yeah
1: that's awesome thank Ooh, you that, I think that's so cool um and so let's talk, you talked about it briefly at the beginning of the show, the different ways you use texture and is it encaustic? Is that how you said it with the beeswax? Yep. yep. So how, how do you do that? How does that work with your paintings? Cause that just sounds cool. Oh, thank
0: you. Um, encaustic yeah. is uh, Denmark resin, which is basically tree sap and beeswax. Mm-hmm. And you oh. melt them together like on a hot plate you have different mm-hmm. colors and um, you they're heated up, so they're liquefied. You yeah. take a brush and, you you know, you paint it on a panel. And the second mm-hmm. it kind of hits the panel, it's hard because it's no longer hot. Okay. Then you Got take okay. a blowtorch or a heat gun and you you can move it around like that. Um, but it's interesting and then it hardens immediately. So you have like a few seconds to kind of get what you want And you have Mm -hmm. to be very um, open to uh, that it's going to do what it wants. You can have a vision for encaustic, um, but you cannot have a dead set painting exactly in mind because it very much does what it wants to do. So that's actually been fun for me because um, with acrylics, you can control it a lot more. With encaustics, you can't. And it's been a great process for me to kind of let go a little bit and be forced to not have complete control which I like to have so that's been really fun and therapeutic for me um so there's awesome. yeah it's actually been around um that art form for I think it's like thousands and thousands and thousands of years apparently it was one of the first art forms they used to use oh like, wow yeah like wax and then pigments from berries and stuff to make the color and it's a oh, great medium. It doesn't fade or yellow or anything like that. It keeps this authentic color forever. Um, you just can't have it in extremely, extremely hot areas because it <coughs> will melt. It <laughs> it <melts>. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's super fun to work with. Super fun. I love it. That's and awesome. it's different. you know. There, there are definitely encaustic artists around, um, but it's a little more rare, which I think is cool.
1: That's awesome. I think yeah. that's really cool. Yeah, very uh, awesome, cool. And if somebody wanted to go see your art, you do have a couple places where people can pop in and see the product, correct?
0: Yes, on awesome. the east side, I have a um, large ongoing display at Sorella Salon in Issaquah. They have a huge, okay. beautiful space, so I they have been generous with their walls, and I get to fill the entire space. So I've got about fifteen or twenty pieces. Constantly on rotation oh, there. Yeah, I try and refresh it every three months or so just to get everybody, you know, new view. Um, and then also on the east side at B Bar on Old Main Street, I've got okay. uh, ten or so pieces there. And I think on the east side that is it in Seattle. Oh, actually on Mercer Island at Six Walls Interior Design, they have a few of my pieces okay. there. I'm just moving along east side to Mercer Island and then into Seattle. <laughs> We have um, gray sky gallery. Uh, they represent my art. So they have my art on display there as well as Willa in Queen okay. Anne, which is the cutest little boutique ever. And then uh, BG home, which is a home uh, store in Seattle kind of by East Lake.
1: Yeah. So there's yeah. lots of
0: different places. You can see my art. Um, and also I have a bunch in stock, uh, but usually I try and keep it out there. So as many people as possible can see it.
1: That's awesome. Yeah. Perfect. Well, and that B bar is great. You know, it's perfect. You can stop in for a little glass of wine, check out some art. Um, and they have
0: live piano. It is the coolest little spot. It is every yeah. time I drive by it's packed now and the food is sensational. That's been a fun oh, addition to Bellevue. Yeah. If you yeah. haven't been there, go check it out. That's a fun spot.
1: I haven't been there, but uh, one of our favorite restaurants is right across the street from there. So, and we're going there on Friday night, so maybe we'll buzz oh, over yeah. there, figure it out.
0: I have yeah. one piece in the um, bar area, which is very um, apparent. You can see that. But then the other pieces are kind of. It's a mixed use space, so there's the restaurant bar in front. You go in the back, and then Sotheby's has uh, some offices there. So right. you'll, I, anybody that goes there, I always say, try and find ten pieces. You try and find them all. Kind of a I little, love it. little hunt. So there are 10 pieces. See if you can find them and let me know. Love it.
1: Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> so that and then Sorella, maybe you go get your hair done. Check out some art. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Lots yes. of great stuff. So I love it. Again, if you're just joining us, we have Jen Chambers with Jen Chambers Art on the show today. Local artist. Just amazing, amazing work. I love, like I said, that you do kind of textural and 3D elements to your Paintings. I don't know if they're still considered paintings at that point, but yep. um, Yep. Okay. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But that's, and that you will do commission pieces because, and we fall into that category as well. We've been remodeling our house over COVID, right? As we sit around and look at things and think, oh, our carpet's a little bit grosser than we thought it was. And, you know, um, this, you know, we redid the kitchen and fireplace and all kinds of stuff and then you do art as that last piece to bring it all together yes Um, yes and it really can take everything and make kind of that finishing touch of okay now it feels complete
0: yes hopefully it is that it brings the whole interior and space and everything together and anchors it it should be yeah yeah
1: perfect do you have favorite um types of things or styles things that you like to do not finding the right word like a landscape versus uh what you said you do abstract as well so that's not necessarily like a specific picture um that you do do you have favorite things that you like to do with your art or certain inspirations that you draw from
0: um I'm inspired constantly by nature um so (laughs) that is you know a lot of where I get my inspiration from water and movement and um movement patterns you see in bark and sand and um, really nature is the most remarkable beautiful piece of art in itself so I am constantly amazed and see so many amazing things just looking in clouds or trees or the dirt honestly it's Mm -hmm. everywhere that I'm inspired Um, but I also so some of the landscapes that I do especially the commissions um, are some of my clients have have a second home in Chelan or something like that and so they have a view that they want to be reminded of or a special Mm -hmm. place like in the San Juans so a lot of my commissions for landscapes are to represent that view which makes it extra special so they can have that view in their other house or whatever um yeah that has been really fun to do with the landscapes more yeah but then the rest besides landscapes everything else is very abstract and my landscapes in themselves are abstract as well um Mm -hmm. you could not pay me a million dollars to like try and paint you for example could not do it (laughs) not my jam not
1: portrait painting and that's okay
0: (laughs) (laughs) yeah so i definitely have my limits sticking to what i know
1: i love it though i think that's that's what it's all about right and yeah you know to hear people's the other thing that i always find fascinating about art is listening to people's interpretation of it just like we were talking before the show you have a beautiful piece for people watching the Facebook live or on YouTube it's worth watching it because you can see this really amazing piece that Jen has oh, done right behind in her in her studio um, but you were saying some people think they're jellyfish or sand dollars they're kind of all discs and yes. sound and and I think that's really cool right to have yes. people experience art and then just to hear what their experiences experience is with a piece because it's always there's such a wide range of what people get out of it totally
0: absolutely I actually used to not name my pieces because Mm -hmm. I felt like that kind of directed the viewer in a certain direction and I didn't Mm -hmm. want to influence them I wanted them to view the art and own it for whatever they saw it as um sure and then it kind of I kind of went with the gallery and everything I kind of had to start naming them Right. Um, but I kind of love not naming them because then they can see what they want to see.
1: Yeah. I think yeah. that's amazing. I think there's something to be said for that, for sure.
0: Yeah. So, so. I kind of try and keep the names pretty like abstract in themselves. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Not specific. Cause I, I, it's such a, per artist so personal. Um, and I, I don't want to dictate what people see at all.
1: Right. I And I think that's great. I think that's, that's part of what makes you so amazing is you're willing to let people have their own experience with it.
0: Oh, absolutely. Yeah.
1: So for sure. So you've got, we talked about the great places people can go see your art if they want Mm -hmm. to just, you know, see what it's all about. Those pieces are available for purchase as well. Or again, people can reach out to you for commissions as well. If somebody wanted to reach out to you about, Doing a commission piece, how would they connect with you? What's
0: the best way to do that? Thanks for asking. Um, you can either email me directly at jenchambersart.com mm-hmm. or jenchambersart at gmail.com okay, or sorry. um on my uh, website as well as Instagram. I there should be, you know, you can message me um and yeah. emailed directly. But either of those ways, reach out and I would love to chat. There's no pressure on my end ever. I'm not a salesman in the slightest bit so I'm always happy just to talk and um, I'm open with pricing and I'm an open book in general so there's never any pressure to you know purchase just because you're reaching out to me by any means.
1: That's awesome and I do think that's great like you said about different sizes because I do think there is something really special about having original art in your home. I think if it's Every, if everybody could have even just one piece of original art, there's just something really special about that. So whether you buy the big monster thing that takes up an entire wall, or you've just got something small that just makes you feel really good whenever you see it, I think that's it. Everybody should have that opportunity at some point in their lives, I think.
0: I agree with you completely. Everybody <laughs> should. And I love people supporting local artists, whether it's myself or any local artist. I think there is something very special about a real original piece of art. There's so much love and um, soul that goes into each piece. And I think that energy gets carried into wherever the piece is itself. Absolutely.
1: Most yeah. definitely. Yeah. Thank you for joining us today. I so appreciate you being here. It was an honor to chat with you and to share with everybody your amazing art. Really, go check out Jen's Instagram at Jen Chambers Art. I keep wanting to say .com, but it's not because <laughs> <talking about> Instagram. <laughs> but that is your website as well. We'll have links to everything on our website after the show as well. NicoleMangina.com forward slash podcast amazing art definitely worth having in your home thank you for joining us today I thank so appreciate you so much
0: here. thank you for having me it was super fun I appreciate it
1: absolutely take care everybody have a great week and we'll see you next Tuesday Bye. Bye. Down, put me in the ground. this is my town, down, down, down. Yeah, this is my town.